This podcast you're about to listen to is a controlled experiment using trained intellectual monkeys. The following episode is one of the infinite debates these monkeys have had. Remember that these are the opinions of real monkeys and may not reflect the opinions of the highly trained human scientists in charge. And most importantly, no monkeys were harmed in the making of this podcast. Welcome to 2020, you motherfuckers. How's it going? <laughs> Good. We're a bit late. It's 22nd. Super late. It's almost February. <laughs> like you can't say Happy New Year's anymore. Happy like... New Year's. <laughs> bitches. Okay. Okay. Aggressive. <laughs> how's, how's your 2020 been? Pretty. Well, for me, it started off pretty terrible because I got an awful cold and like couldn't like sleep at all and it was brutal but then that's that 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 got over and since then i've just been working on my book and that's been going really well nearly done so that's nice how about you gunner me gunner (laughs) uh yeah no so far 2020 has been uh just like a whole mixed bag of stuff i'm just learning a bunch of new new things always learning i i feel yeah, starting like a new chapter in life, as always. New decade, new year, new me. That's what what's your say. what's your chapter title of your life right now? Uh, Gunner, Gunner is a baker. <laughs> That's amazing. Keep going. I want to hear more about this. Yeah, yeah. So like, I I like bake bread and stuff. I work at a restaurant a lot now. So yeah, yeah. It's like s- such a cool shift from graduate student in like biochemistry to I to yeah to baking it's really neat because like a lot so for example i've started uh making sourdough bread and like a lot of the things that i've learned throughout my degrees have like kind of i guess i can't say degrees i dropped out of my master's because fuck that shit um <laughs> but through throughout my schooling um like I've just learned a lot of like, I don't know, upkeep of like uh, bacteria and stuff like that. And so like that's something that you never would have expected would have paid off in baking of all things. Right. But now I like I can understand that and conceptualize it way more. Um, Right. And like even the process of of like baking and, and making food in general is very like scientific. It's very like, you know, ratios of reagents. And then you like add heat and reduce them and stuff like that. And then you get like your final <laughs> product. And I was always like harping throughout my like entirety of, of school that like batch chemistry is probably the best way to go as a scientist because it's just like super lucrative, right? You take two simple reagents, you use your techniques, combine them and then make something else. 
And that is, uh, I didn't, ironically enough, what I've found myself doing. I just like, you know, do my little things to a few reagents and then make something completely different with them that, you know, rather than, I don't know, going to, I don't, Alzheimer's, it's, it's like, uh, right. it's, you know, sustaining people and, and getting them through the day, which is, I don't know, just as valid in my opinion. I've really like I no, fell in love. No. I fell in love with the whole culinary and cooking for people and that whole service. It's it's lovely. I love that industry. It's really cool. Like like, like it seems like, like a couple of things. You're not just feeding people. You're also facilitating nice social interactions with families and friends and things. That's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you, you have like your science background gives you a whole broader perspective on food. Like that's that's pretty neat. I I remember um, meeting this uh, violin maker who um, like I went to his studio and he showed me some things once, and he showed me these like uh, plant books that that talked all about the the cellular structure of different types of wood, mm-hmm. and and he talked about like how the cellular structure um, affects or like comes into play when you're designing a certain type of violin and how that turns how that changes the sound mm-hmm. it, it sounds it sounds very similar with your biochemistry background and in, in uh in, in cooking so that's that's really interesting mm-hmm. yeah no it's been a really really enjoyable experience so far and then in the new year yeah yeah cool and tyler what about you you've just returned from halifax yes the land of weren't they like having a fucking psycho blizzard and like everyone was not allowed to leave their house or something <laughs> You know, like this, I know is Newfoundland, but Halifax is close. Okay, I was gonna say because um, within the span of landing back on the west coast, everyone proceeded to assume that I was covering a seventy-eight inch blizzard. Um, <laughs> and the truth be told, I was covered in only a twenty-inch blizzard. So oh, okay. um, <laughs> that's like yeah, whatever, almost two feet, isn't it? Yeah. Um, let, let, let's let's just say that uh, I have learned that West Coast Canadians are not real Canadians and fight me. <laughs> That's very true. Like like a week ago, we had um, it was like minus seven, and there was maybe like a, a few inches of snow, and the the bus system just crashed. Um, like Vancouver is especially like go notorious for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it happens every year but no but nobody expects it everyone like nobody gets winter tires it's it's just people just freak out every yeah, year it's like it's literally bedlam in the city yeah there's like yearly news reports yeah. the first big snow and it's like one inch which for our metric friends is like two and a half centimeters it's like a skiff I remember seeing this uh, UBC or CBC article. It was it was kind of a joke article, but it, it, it was real. Um, apparently, UBC, um, the university in British Columbia, um, has like a yearly snowball fight this time of year, and the article was like, "Annual snowball fight canceled due to snow." What? <laughs> yeah, it was like too dangerous for people to 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 like transit and move to the to the place where the snowball fight was going to take place. Oh, my God. Postponed it. <laughs> That's just the worst thing I've ever heard. 
It's really fun. <laughs> I can kind of understand on some level why older generations kind of think that we're pansies. Well, but here's the thing: the older <laughs> the older generation is the people who don't want to drive in it on the west coast. Yeah, they're the ones that are like in, insisting on these rules. Fuck. One of the one of the uh, one of the scariest things, but also one of probably the most character building things that I've experienced, uh, happened in these last seven days, and I'll paint a picture oh. for you. Just as 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 West Coast people, or if you're from California or Florida, you might be able to uh, also relate. So I so I leave Kelowna. It's a beautiful sunny day. It's the one day I leave. There is there is some residual snow that is melting. I get on a plane late at night, have a layover in Edmonton, immediately step out into negative 48 Celsius degree weather. <laughs> yeah. It's insane up there. <laughs> now, this, the, this, the scary thing was they also gave us, um, my plane was on the tarmac, so you didn't have a, um, oh. an actual tunnel to shuttle right into the plane. Mm. So you so step you up. jump out into that. So you, Yikes. you, you jump out into the plane, <laughs> Onto uh, icy asphalt. So you can't run. <laughs> so you can't run. It's negative 48. You might also be frozen. The wind's just blowing like psycho. It is snowing, and you can barely see two feet in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to find my way to the airport building after about 10 minutes because I was the last one off the plane and didn't follow the line. I literally imagine just a group of people like huddling together and like kind of locking arms so they don't get lost in the blizzard and like making their way into the into the wherever the hangar. They did like, do that, but they also left like me behind. <laughs> Every man for himself. So eventually, I make it. So eventually, I make it into the airport and I get and I get uh, onto a plane where I have another five-hour flight. So I get into Halifax. Now, the, the, the non-terrifying thing about Alberta and Saskatchewan and Manitoba is they're very flat. You can see the horizon line in any which direction. Is it curved? Uh, it is. It is the, the earth is flat, Gunner. Uh, so it's not curved. Just checking. That's still true. Um, and the thing about Halifax is there are airports in the middle of fucking nowhere. So, same thing happens. You get you you get off the airport. Um, apparently, at six in the morning, there is no one at the airport. So you so everything's closed. There is no human connection, like human people, besides people getting off your plane. You then proceed to find the one concierge in the airport who happens to be. Um, telling everyone where to go except of course because you're in the beautiful middle of nowhere halifax it's kind of also creepy so now picture him talking to you like a fucking horror movie hotel concierge um trying to direct you where to go onto a bus and so he directs you where to go onto a bus and he basically says you know go down all these um nondescript corridors and after making your way through the most sterile-looking fluorescent light-lit airport, 
Um, you, you, one of the lights is flickering on and off. <laughs> fact. You see a blood smeared handprint on the wall. Not quite fact. <laughs> you you eventually go down this long, this very very long hallway where he says, you know, go and go and talk to security. They should be down there. Well, the security office is completely closed. By the way, um, and so the security office. Um, Fully pitch black, but he did tell us where the bus was, so we kind of know where to go. Uh, we continue down this corridor a little bit longer. We go past out um, two automatic sliding doors into Edmonton again. Um, so Wait, again, you never you left? <laughs> <laughs> He's still in Edmonton! <laughs> It looks exactly like Edmonton, <laughs> um, except the except now we have to wait for a a bus, and not only can you not see two feet in front of you, the winds are twice as fast. The snow is three times thick, th or more thick, um, and also the the snow is about a foot and a half high. Mm -hmm. And they tell me that the bus is running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I trek out in this foot and a half snow all the way to the bus stop and then proceed to wait in negative 48 temperatures in an open bus terminal because they don't, because apparently hardcore Canadians don't actually, you know, build boxes with doors like they do at the West Coast, BC. It's just like this open bench. You sit there <laughs> in negative 48. Covered in snow still. <laughs> For 20 minutes, because you're not really sure when the bus shows up, because, you know, you expect it to be the West Coast where buses never show up. Needless to say, the bus shows up. Okay? And then proceeds to happen the most scariest fucking thing I've ever happened in my entire life. <laughs> because, so, in, in Halifax, you have everyone driving above 120 kilometers. You cannot see any of the highway lanes at all. It is not cleared at Yikes. all. <laughs> and they just um, give her shit. There is, there, there, yeah, like they're passing people, they're weaving in and out. There is... Like the bus? <laughs> the bus, yes. <laughs> there, there was only, in this entire, tr just kind of cut it a bit short, there, in this entire trip, there's only one car in the ditch, and then one guy who, I have to give him props, just said, fuck it, parked his car in the middle of the highway and just abandoned his car. <laughs> so the bus had, again, had to maneuver around this car just straight up in the middle of the fucking highway. Um, but I'm looking out the window. I can't, I cannot see where I'm going at all. We th and then you realize also, wait, this isn't Alberta or Saskatchewan and Manitoba. We're on an island meaning you have to go down to shoreline. So you then have this bus going 120 kilometers, going down a 45 degree <laughs> incline, and somehow doesn't spin out, doesn't lose control, and um, manages to get us there completely safely, and then has the um, very kindness to be like, uh, I, the stop is about 20 minutes that way, Anyone can just tell me when they want to get off. I don't care. <laughs> it's like a small <laughs> town. <laughs> anyway, I almost died. 
<laughs> you know, throughout the whole, like, you retelling that, I was, like, waiting for Shia LaBeouf to come out and start chasing you on all fours or something. It was sounded no, intense. I, it, it was the most anticlimactic thing ever. I, I ended with a nice uh, stop at a breakfast place. That was nice. Oh. Did you have eggs, Benny? I had a vegetable omelet. Right on, I guess. <laughs> so why were you in Hal- Halifax? It's like a conference why, or something? Why Why wouldn't I want to go to Halifax? This is true. It's Especially in beautiful. the dead of winter. Yeah, it's great. Nice. So where else would I someone want to go? <laughs> Have, yeah. you be, Hawaii? No. Have, haven't you ever just, you know, sat there looking outside, wearing your Canadian plaid with your lumberjack axe ready? And you look at all. And I you feel look, sod coming on. And you and 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 you, and you just really want to. You just really want to be a true Canadian and go chop firewood, uh, drink uh, maple syrup, and uh, experience a real winter. That was literally me. I literally just flew to Halifax just because I wanted to go experience Canadian winter. So I just peaced out for five days. All right, that's cool. Right on. And yeah. coming back, change, change things up. Coming back, I uh, now want to move to Halifax. You do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, why? Why? Why do you seem so offended by my move to Halifax? I don't know. I just <laughs> like the idea of warmer places. I'd like to move to like hmm, Mexico, maybe. That'd be nicer. <laughs> That'd be nicer than Halifax. I, How did I, it sell you that hard in the dead of winter? Just the omelet. It was, it was just the perfect. Om- a veg omelet was just wow. <laughs> well, you well, can only it, get this in Halifax. <laughs> I uh you know what there's actually nothing in particular that sold me on in sold me on anything in Halifax. Is um, that why? I think like they, I, they weren't trying to sell it to you. It was just real. Yeah, they were just like, "Hey, fellow fellow Canadian, you want to go play some hockey?" <laughs> <laughs> um no, there was there was there was nothing in particular like like actually just being honest uh it was it was a bit of realizing that hey, Halifax is a lot like Vancouver and Victoria for one fifth the price, and five times and, the and snow. Like five times exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, and temperature. So, so I, I have I have a I have a counterpoint to that, Gunner. Yes. Who do you want? Who do, who do you want your friends to be? Because the snow is a character building thing. Do you want your friends to be the type of person who's like, uh, I don't want to go out in the snow. It's like four degrees Celsius. That's it's it's shivery. My 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 Uggs cannot handle this temperature. Or do you want the jacked out Canadian with a giant massive beard who's friendly as fuck go trek through four feet high snow? kick in your door and be like, hello, I'm here, let's drink. (laughs) I feel like... uh, I feel like you could probably do that anywhere, though, in Canada, like, so far as you get away from the cities and stuff. Because once you get out into the, I don't know, especially, like, in the Rockies up north, fuck, man, there would be some rugged outback. I'm saying, but, you know, if you're going to go, you may as well go with the full McCoy and just like but go be a here's fur trader no, in here, here's the, thing. the Yukon. <laughs> if you go up north, you unfortunately get like alcoholism. So 
It just comes with the territory. Like, I don't know. It was it was it was very interesting, especially because like, holy shit! Um, when you go to like old Canadian cities, you realize um, how insignificant West Coast is, and because like in terms of like how young it is. Because one of the one of the weird things was. Um, I was in an Airbnb, like, right by uh, Dalhousie University in Halifax, or so I thought, because it said on Google Maps, Dalhousie University. What I didn't realize was Dalhousie is literally downtown Halifax. Like, the entirety of downtown Halifax. You can walk from, like, one side to the other and just, like, this is Dalhousie University building A, building B, building C, building D. I didn't realize how big it was, so it was kind of cool. Um, Cool. That's neat, I guess. So, so, wait, so so, so it's just, like, distributed throughout the downtown? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's Um, interesting. Yeah, you you could walk all the way to, like, the waterfront uh, where you get to, like, all the um, semi-bougie to bougie restaurants and where, where students clearly can't afford. And then as you walk further west, you walk through all the residencies. Because hmm. the resident, like the residency, like the apartment buildings around there are just like student residents, it seemed. Hmm. So, so so is it like a university town pretty much? It seemed like that, which is weird. Hmm. The entirety of the downtown core is composed of university. Yeah, sounds like it. That'd be cool. It'd be really cool, though. I wonder if they have, like, that crazy ebb and flow, like, everyone oh. comes in at the fall and then leaves for spring or whatever, summer. I, I, I'd i be very interested, too. Like, it was, it was, it was nice. Like, you know, some, certain places you, I, I've lived in my life, it's been a, it's been a lot of older people, like, 60, 70, 80, mm-hmm. um, and then certain, and then other places have been, uh, uh, I guess, people who, in like lower, I, I've lived in like lower class areas. It was very interesting to be literally just in an area whereby everyone was between the age of 20 to 30. And they were you could basically just assume i guess they were all at university i don't know i didn't talk to everyone i kind of just projected my <laughs> everybody's a phd student yeah everyone was a phd student <laughs> you went to Kauai over the the break i guess like yeah you could call it a break uh yeah. like how was that fuck that sounds nicer than halifax all cold i was <laughs> yeah you seeing, can't... i was seeing some <laughs> you... of those videos that you sent us jesus christ like i actually didn't think it was that gorgeous there it's so cool um well it's it's warm it's so warm (laughs) you can actually go outside and stay outside without (laughs) being terrified you fucking uh, fake canadian (laughs) (laughs) um although one thing that was really jarring um and something i didn't realize that i had just grown accustomed to being in a place with winter is that they they don't like the walls are really thin so you don't need insulate like you don't need insulation in a tropical place and so, like, if you're staying in a, like, a, a place where there's someone next door, you can hear them, like, very easily. So yeah. what did you hear? Yeah, you had to listen <laughs> to some people banging, eh? Uh, just talking and, like, yeah. Loud sex. <laughs> but also, like, the windows don't close. 
like like the, what they have, they have I don't know how to describe. They're it. just permanently open windows. No. This sounds like you're just living in a fucking hut. <laughs> <laughs> they're like the these windows are very common. They're 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 they're, they're like blinds, except not blinds. Like the blinds are the windows, so like you can twist the blinds shut. Oh, they're like wooden shutters, yeah. like, a, like from like shutters, like nineteen right. fifties, like a two room thatch hut. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but. Like made of bamboo and stuff. No, no, it was, it was like just like regular walls and regular housing stuff. Just no insulation, and the windows are glass shutter things that don't huh. close all the way. That's bizarre to me. I thought it's like super humid and like rains there a lot. Yep. What if does it, do they just don't give a fuck? I I don't know. At least all the the couple places that we stayed at, like half of it, like we camped half of it, and then we oh, stayed in like so nice. buildings and stuff. Camp on Hawaii. It was. It was good until it wasn't. <laughs> um, Did you get stuck in rain? Uh, the reason why it wasn't good is because we didn't prepare very well, and the tent that we used was a leaky tent, and we didn't really check our gear as well as we should have. Um, so yeah, it, one night where it rained like crazy, it, it was just super leaky, and uh, that was miserable. But <laughs> the, the other nights, it was really nice because it wasn't raining so much. And we got there at a, at a nice time where it wasn't raining. Um, and uh, yeah, it was nice. Um, one thing about Hawaii that I didn't realize is that there were roosters everywhere. Or like chickens. There's just wild fowl everywhere. Did and you catch like, one? No. <laughs> didn't try. Probably could have. You should have. <laughs> Free food, right? You're camping. <laughs> It's true. Could have or at least that. a companion, you know. Like That'd be fun. <laughs> capture an animal, bring him back, maybe. The really funny thing is, is that it wasn't, like, they weren't just in the towns, like, by the people. Like, even if when you're a few, few hours into some, like, out-of-the-way hike, you still hear chickens. <laughs> they're just <laughs> they're everywhere. Just, yeah, they're just hanging out. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah. So are they, like, invasive, or were there not, like, animals on Hawaii because it's so far out there? There aren't, there aren't um, I don't think there are actually native um, animals there other than um, birds. Yeah, other than birds. How would a bird get out there, though? If they flew. <laughs> I don't, but they're so far <laughs> out. I don't even know how they'd be able to handle that there, long journey. There are a lot of like uh, islands in the Pacific, so I assume that they just sort of just hop their way along. Did some island hopping. Yeah. One got carried over in, in an egg. Yeah. By like some Polynesian guy, like yeah, probably five thousand years ago. <laughs> um, I think because weren't they like seafaring people, yeah. like way way early? Yeah, like they just fucking take a kayak out into the middle of the ocean, <laughs> like they don't give a fuck, and they'd figure out where all these islands were. Yeah, I think that's how it happened. Like there, I I didn't look too much into the the history so much, but um, damn. Sarah, Sarah did, and from what oh, I good. remember, what she said was that there are um, like original indigenous folks from like uh, Fiji, and mm-hmm. then there was another um, group of people from the from uh, I think I guess other Pacific Islands who like took over <laughs> the the Hawaiian Islands before before the Americans came or like the British, the, I guess the Maori or something. I don't know. Unfortunately, but there there were there were like two two waves of people before um, I think the British. Hmm. Anyways, 
the Kauai is beautiful. So if you are interested in going to Hawaii, you should totally check it out. The um, the um, the canyons are really um, high up, and uh, they are everywhere. So that, like you're guaranteed to see amazing views if if you go to the state parks. And um, yeah, I, I, looking back on the pictures and videos, I still don't feel like it's real it looks like i bought postcards or something like mm-hmm. it's it just it's it's so crazy to see the ocean beautiful sky um deep lush green canyon and a waterfall all in the same field of view, of view. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah definitely recommend checking it out america What's it like being in Trump? <laughs> Trump's America. <laughs> Hawaii is not Trump's America. <laughs> it was Trump's America. They elected him. No, as Hawaii a collective with the not. rest of <laughs> I the don't states. Think, I don't think Hawaii is allowed to vote in uh, yeah, no, federal elections. Yeah, no, they are. That's yeah, no, they have. They're what? state, <laughs> dude. It's Puerto Rico. I think you're yeah. thinking of. No, it's definitely Hawaii. No, man, you're so wrong. They're the 50th state. <laughs> I I like I'm 100% that it's no. Hawaii. You're, have you have 100% you, no. Yeah, you're wrong. Hawaii, it's Puerto Hawaii Rico has you're thinking Congress of. people and senators. It has a, yeah, two but, senators, man. It's how did, the 50th state. But Gunnar, how do they get their votes from Hawaii on an island all the way to the mainland? They send they the birds. Ship, yeah, they ship them via pelican. Obviously. But I thought albatross. Can't fl- I thought Alba- albatross. I thought albatross yeah. can't fly that far. Albatross pelican <laughs> hybrids, man. They've been figuring this out for thousands of years. Oh, okay. Come on, Dar- Darwin evolution. They just <laughs> bred albatross pelicans. <laughs> this is, well, uh, they needed the, the long, the long flight of the albatross and the and the carrying capacity of a pelican. So they just were like, best of both worlds. Let's hybridize them. Mm-hmm. Once they became a state, uh, the the Americans. Uh, started selecting for the right kind of uh, albatross to, and pelicans to uh, facilitate uh, democracy. Facts. There you go. So they had that figured out. At least that's what Sarah totally was saying. State. I don't know. But yeah, no, that's where Obama came from. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, have you ever been to Hawaii? have you ever been to Hawaii, Gunnar? Yeah, are you the only one? I've been to Maui. Cool, Maui. It was very nice. Was this back when you were like eloping around the world? Eloping around eloping. the world, eloping, just like marrying, just marrying people, just not telling anyone about it. <laughs> it's like ten wives. And, yeah. Fun fact: that Gunnar has twenty-seven wives all oh, around the world. <laughs> twenty-seven. Cool. I have ten just in one continent. Oh wow! Okay, you got more Asia. It's a big continent. Mm-hmm. It's biggest. Yeah. Just handing out those green cards, aren't you? Well, it's nice. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, remember, Gunner is the nicest person ever. This is uh, true. Yeah, no, I've definitely been there, though, uh, to Hawaii. That is uh, not while I was eloping around the world. It was like, I think I was 15 or 16 hmm. when I went, I think. Cool. When was I ever eloping around the world, though? <laughs> I don't know. Like, so there's just some stories you're like, yeah, you know, I was like in Portugal, I was in like New Zealand, and I'm just like, I've never been to New Zealand. Gutter, when have you ever world traveled ever? And you're just like, I spent like an entire year doing it. Uh, uh, I think you might be confusing me with someone. Like, 
You, you like spelunked in caves? Yeah. Yeah. Cenotes, I think they're called. Like, like, I think this is an actual real story. Like, no, you're not no. fucking with me here. No, I've never really, like, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself that well-traveled. I think I've been on, like, four vacations in my lifetime, and, like, I don't know. I don't know. I've been to Germany. Fuck. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, no, uh, no, I'm not, like, a, a big travel guy right now. I'd love to, though. We should I'd love go to go to other places. Sometime. Southeast Asia would be dope. Road trip would yeah. be amazing, like cool. to, I don't know, Tyler's been to Lake Louise. I've always wondered Arizona. if, I've actually thought if, because uh, I had, I went on one road trip down to Los Angeles. And so that's just like kind of almost down the United States coastline, right? Yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice trip. I've always wondered if like doing like the Trans Canada would be like as amazing and memorable because mm. one of the nicest things about um the coast was that it's coastline and it's kind of changing up but right. like i've been so far as uh the saskatchewan border with alberta and like uh, it, it was kind of all the same shit from like as far as the i can see like yeah alberta it, is just one expanse that expands into like manitoba pretty much right so that's correct. That's like a third of your trip is just flat. Alberta is like the most interesting landscape, um, like the most dynamic uh, topography out of all the prairie provinces. At least. Oh, from, okay. I was waiting for the prairie. Yeah, prov- the, pra- the prairie <laughs> provinces. Like, There's like hills. They have a sliver of the of the Rockies. That and they actually have some like rolling hills, whereas Saskatchewan and Manitoba, it's literally just flat. And then there's that like butte thing that's like 100 meters up in like southeast saskatchewan it's like the highest point in saskatchewan <laughs> right on 100 meter yep. like rise it's just uh. yeah i wonder if you get to the top of that can you see all of saskatchewan like all of the prairies <laughs> you just like 360 degree view funny thing is sarah and i uh we did a road trip um across the prairies a few years ago and um we we spent like three hours looking for that thing and we never found it. So what? clearly it wasn't high enough to actually be found because <laughs> it was clear outside. Yeah, just never can see it. All that being said, I, the the prairies are nice. Like if you're if you if you're not like in a rush, it's and the weather's nice. There are some nice parks in Saskatchewan that have. Um, uh, like there's a sand dunes park that uh, we went to and it was beautiful. I was going to I was going to ask where like are they just in wheat fields or like what are these parks composed of? They're they're <laughs> like original grassland type ecosystem and uh there's wetlands. I maybe um but there's uh, there's another park in the south. So, so like west there's a sand dunes park and then south there's a another park with like bison and um ground squirrels and um cool cool landscape it's that'd be cool to see bison because they're like super rare nowadays yeah maybe the way to do a uh, across canada road trip would be to like 
go above all of the prairies and just like maybe yeah yeah hit up the yukon right go like <laughs> follow the the gold rush trail and then hit like what is that the the uh what is that there's a there's a mackenzie river i think i'm not sure john john mackenzie river i don't know mm-hmm. i'm not that great on my but like go f- follow that up to like the islands hmm. that'd be neat i guess like alert bay like what do you mean what? Yeah. What islands? <laughs> yeah, like go like to a Calloway and shit, and then come back down to like Newfoundland. I know one trip I really want to do is like a like drive to like Anchorage sometime. I think that would be a cool mm-hmm. cool trip. Yeah, even Bella Coola is a really cool trip. Mm. That's, oh yeah, cool. That's like not as far, but still yeah. kind of like getting northerly. Right. Tyler, were you saying, saying something? I was going to say, I was going to say, um, I, my mind has been f- freaking blown. <laughs> Why? They're like, okay, so I just Googled sand dunes, mm. Saskatchewan. Mm. There's like a goddamn like Sahara desert in the center of Saskatchewan. Like you can get like actual rolling sand dune pictures in Saskatchewan. What the hell? <laughs> That's really cool. <clears throat> Interesting, right? I th- I thought Saskatchewan was just like green, lush, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I just picture canola fields the whole time. Oh yeah, wow, this is cool. Like Athabasca huh. sand dunes. <laughs> like, uh, what? We have a desert in the middle of Canada. Wow, I didn't know it looked like that. That's cool. Hmm. So it actually might be pretty cool if you know what the hell's in Canada. Apparently, we just don't know yeah, what's in Canada. Yeah, you have to plan your route that like. Well, yeah, the, the the stuff around the the road is uh, is pretty boring. <laughs> like the Trans Canada, yeah, is that yeah the road that's is the road, yeah. <laughs> Colloquialisms, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's one of those things that'd be like a really good story. Just be like whether or not you like the people or hate them, um, just uh, go as a road trip across Canada mm-hmm. and just. I, I feel like even even if it's people you don't like, it might that might even be somewhat intriguing. <laughs> I go with all these random people that I hate. <laughs> well, like you know, it might be it might be like a little bit of like a reality TV like TMZ show <laughs> in real life. Got to bring a couple of GoPros and just videotape it all. <laughs> I, I I can tell a bison story. Well, uh, please do. All right. Well, I don't even know. Th- how what this means a bison story i'm intrigued i'm intrigued well so the uh, i mentioned before that there is a like a, a provincial park um in southern saskatchewan it's like a grasslands preserve thing and um, yes. one of the cool things is that like you can drive around it there's like a giant loop it takes a few hours to go around it and you can see all sorts of neat stuff and stop and walk around and check out ground squirrels and anyways um there are bison everywhere, and and if you don't know what a bison is, it's basically a cow multiplied by four. <laughs> so it's a four-headed cow or a four-uttered cow? No, it's like it's just a cow, but like four times larger. <laughs> so it's a huge cow, basically. Okay, and uh, this is accurate, I think. Yeah. So we were driving around uh, the park in southern saskatchewan and checking out some cool things there's some pioneer house houses you know just random people just you know move there 
few hundred years ago and built a house in the middle of nowhere. So that, that was neat. And then, you know, some ground squirrels and grasslands. And then at one point we were driving through a, like a, just a herd of bison. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, we are in our little Volkswagen uh, Golf, this tiny little car, and uh, just um, motoring along. And uh, there we are, and uh, there's this bison standing on the road. And uh, so we were kind of scared because, you know, they do, they do charge if they're startled, and the car is diesel. It was a mix of it a noise. So we ended up just turning off the car and waiting for the bison to move off the road. And it didn't move off the road um, for like 20 minutes. So we got some lunch and in the car and we're just watching the bison, <laughs> waiting for it to go and started scratching itself on a nearby post. And, and, uh, and then <laughs> um, we were getting a bit impatient because it was starting to get a bit dark and, you know, don't want to get back to the campsite, you know, when it's dark. So uh, we started moving. Anyways, it, it, it was pretty nerve wracking, and uh, but we we did make it out when uh, there was this when this pickup truck behind us just came and sped along by, <laughs> and it didn't give a fuck. Just like pick pickup truck. I guess it was big enough, so you know, he knew that it'd be. No issue. So we started the car and just followed it out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's the bison story. Just like didn't give a fuck about the bison. So were you scared yeah. of the bison charging your like golf and just totaling it? Because I was like, if it's Saskatchewan, couldn't you just drive around it? Isn't like all of Saskatchewan a road it's so flat? <laughs> like you wouldn't like hit a pothole. Yeah, I guess I guess we could have done that. We didn't really think about that. We we're just I guess we're just so used to being constrained by roads. We didn't really think about that. But yeah, we probably could have done that. The next time you're in Halifax or Saskatchewan, you should uh, try uh, doing donuts around the bison herd. You should you should learn to herd bison with your VW Golf. <laughs> well, like if you get them to stampede, like if you startle them enough, they'll just run away. And they'll just like they'll go through whatever, like they'll run through fences and down cliffs and shit. If you cause a stampede, is that manslaughter? Like, like, I mean, like, like, like bison, bison slaughter. Like, if the bison, if the bison stampede, if they kill a guy. Yeah, and they can they kill a guy. Is that manslaughter? It would have to be. Like, can you weaponize bison legally? Well, because like the bison at that point, they just have no control of themselves. Like, they're just trained killing machines at this. At this level, well, it's like it's like the Calgary Stampede or whatever. If someone dies in that, does does the Calgary Stampede get sued, or is it like you idiot, you got in front of the Stampede? Well, you'd have to be like, you'd have to be like, uh, what is what is manslaughter? It's not premeditated. Yeah, yeah. So you just kind of have to mistakenly cause buffalo to kill people. Well, I mean, I feel like if you, I feel like if you're doing donuts <laughs> around bison, you wouldn't be like. <laughs> intentionally trying to cause a stampede because I don't think anyone's ever figured out if that actually does cause a stampede. So what if you did this? What if you scared a bison into live traffic and that caused like multiple fatalities? <laughs> because I feel like that would be really easy to do. You just like kind of like get it onto a busy highway, right? 
I feel like someone would be like, yo, this bison wasn't just like wanting to get hit by all these cars. Someone made it happen. There's a slight problem with this. There's no busy highways in Saskatchewan where bison are. <laughs> that's, just, that's true. Yeah. You'd have to, people we'll are very friendly, to... actually. Like they drive slowly and they wave. Everyone waves. Everyone waves. Oh my god! Okay, that reminds me the 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 <laughs> one thing that blew my mind about Halifax, and it's the most dumbest thing ever. Like it, like I don't even know why it blew my mind so much. Uh, the almost the entirety of Halifax, I saw like maybe four streetlights. Nice. Huh. So is it like smaller than Kelowna? Like how big is Halifax? Okay, so, so I so I did I did this math too because because this was tripping me out so much. I'm like, how does how does the downtown core of a city function with only with with everything being essentially a crosswalk? Um, and the lights aren't buried, and like you're not just driving through snow tunnels. Tr- no. Or- no, no, okay. no, no, it's no. Do they have roundabouts buried. and stop signs? No, like, no, they have like just just four way stop no. signs with crosswalks. It's just it's a, a, sorry. a serpent snake of a road that just kind of <laughs> hits all the stops. And I have to say, they're 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 not four way stops either. It is like pedestrian activated crosswalks everywhere. Okay, and everyone follows those rules. Um, but. Uh, what was I saying? Someone asked me a question about that. It's blow, blowing your mind. It was blowing my fucking mind. Oh yeah, the the the, de- the density, yeah. the density. So it is, uh, it is four times more dense than Kelowna. So the entirety of Halifax has half a million people for twenty six times more space. Okay. Wait. So Halifax is just super big. Yes. So it's just it's, like a sprawling, sprawling, tiny, just suburb? Yeah, so, it, huh. what, so Teo, if you do what, 26 divided by 4, that's roughly 8 times less density than Kelowna? Hmm. I believe, I believe that math is how that works. Is that how that works, Teo? D- yes. <laughs> uh, so just want to confirm. Kelo- so Kelowna includes like... Uh, Rutland and Kettle Valley and yeah. Well, I all, all I did was Google square. I I don't know. I just Googled square kilometer of Kelowna right, and then right. population of Kelowna. So whatever they include right. in that. Hmm. That's that's how that works. Tim? That's interesting. Yeah, yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So it's just not dense enough anywhere to rationalize uh, streetlights. It was, and I guess there's no highway just roaring through the town. Is that a good thing? Like, is that good city planning to just, like, have a city that isn't necessarily as dense as any city really anyone would classically know? Because, like, taking up that much space would be, like, destructive, wouldn't it? Like, It sounds like the transit is really good. Like, the bus drivers are just, like, trooping through the winter. And, like, if the transit's good... Then and everyone take and actually everyone actually uses it. Then I guess being spread apart. And the and the way I look the way I look at it is Halifax is what two hundred years old or something like that. If it hasn't got if yeah. it hasn't got population dense in that amount of time, it's not going to get any popula- more <laughs> population dense. But like huh. it, I know I know that a lot of Canadian cities do that though. Like they just kind of keep sprawling out suburbs like. Uh, Calgary, I think, is really bad for that. Mm. At least every time I go and visit Calgary, it seems like there's like 
another like five square kilometers just randomly that they've just turned into a suburb yeah. like off in the like outskirts of town and it just makes the city at least its footprint that much bigger right it's just See, so, but i wonder if that's slowing I, down I, now i i will say though that how but like halifax is uh d- denoted as being large a lot of that is just forest like there isn't anything well, they just have a bunch of forests in their city yeah, limits like, too. That sounds like, like they a have, neat place. They have like three parks in Halifax alone, and the parks are about as big as Knox Mountain. Huh. That's cool. That's nice. How big is Knox Mountain for people who don't know what Knox Mountain size oh, yeah. would be? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's a park. It's a city it's a, park it's an size. Eighth the size of Kelowna. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand a thousand square meters it's a it's 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 a couple football fields i think i've never been to a, a football, football stadium football i actually field. don't know no reason look it up no nah. no nah smaller than Kelowna. how many football fields fits it <laughs> no, that's, that's a bad bit yeah. we're not doing this <laughs> So, uh, Gunner, have I convinced you to uh, move your baking uh, empire to Halifax yet? No, not really. I really like it here where I'm at. Summerland's a beautiful little place. I like this place. It's nice. It's yeah. a quiet town. It's really fucking windy here, though, and I think I'm going to get a like a windmill or something. That's cool. Windmill grains. <laughs> so do you have like plans for when the snow melts on what you're going to do around your property? Like I'm just cool try things. to try to just plant as much plants as I humanly can, and cool. just let them kind of take over. Cool. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna try to plant uh, yeast plants and uh, wheat plants to yeast to plants. to make his own bread ingredients. <laughs> well, ye- yeasts are like a fungus. Yeah. There's not a plant. Tyler's uh, an old school botanist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, so, like, I'll probably get, like, I don't know, some trees, some stuff like that, but it'll be fun. It'll be neat. We'll see. Awesome. We'll see what spring's like here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. spring? Spring. All right. Mm. I've been composting, like, a ton, right? Because I just take all of, like, this restaurant waste. Oh, yeah. And I essentially just throw oh, it that's cool. that's into nice. a big pile, and I get probably, like, 50 kilograms of that shit every day few days and that piles up like it's there's a significant amount of just rotting potato skins and lettuce cores a lot of shit is there a lot of bedrock on on your property like it's like clay oh okay a lot of clay i don't Mm. i haven't hit the bedrock yet okay it's like on a clay cliff it's kind of scary actually (laughs) i always wonder if it like ever becomes like a a good rain or something when right. it's already like saturated <laughs> if it's just like slip into the lake. <laughs> Gotta get those trees in so the roots can keep, yeah, keep exactly. us all together. <laughs> yeah, no, that's something that I was legitimately thinking. I just uh plant like stabilizing trees yep. all along that. So but uh, get some maybe uh, you can grow some yeast, uh get that mycelium network going to hold yeah. it all together. I actually I actually like inoculate i guess would be the proper word oh, yeah throw mushrooms into my compost and hopes that they'll grow there that's good 
because then, you know, you can eat those bitches. You know I love my mushrooms. <laughs> so, Gunnar, to, to take us out of this podcast, can you do something for me? <laughs> Just anything? You have... You have... I, I, I would like to request okay. you to throw down some beautiful poetry for me about bread to just make me feel how delicious your bread is. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, sourdough. Oh, sourdough. You really are quite sour, though. <laughs> your crumb touches my tongue and makes me feel good i'm singing it now i don't know that's that was doing so good i was loving it that's all i got i got four lines i think does that count as a full limerick uh, I, I, I feel like we could develop this into a sick Eminem style spinning rap about bread. Speaking of Eminem, apparently he dropped a new song and he's like supposed to be the best artist of all time, but I don't ever hear about him or listen to him or do anything. Like, does he just have a core group of people who stand so hard on him that they just like play his music on repeat as they sleep or something? Like, I don't know how a guy can do this. Like, he, I don't know. Is he that big? Am here, I just out of touch? Here, here's the thing about here's the thing about Eminem. I think he's a lot like Beyonce, where people just like yeah, yeah. That's what you, I it's think. It's like you, you don't give a fuck about them until you're like, oh, the song comes on, or you're like, let's go play some Beyonce. You're like, that's cool. But like, you're not like sitting there waiting for Beyonce to release a new track. But then you hear Beyonce listen, releases a new track. You're like, well, I guess I gotta listen to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, he broke a record with his latest track. Like this guy is like. No disrespect to Eminem, the guy is incredible, but like, I don't know, I don't really listen to him that, or hear from him that much, and he is supposed to be like, the Beatles of our generation, like, better than the Beatles, because he's like, I don't know, consistent over four decades now, apparently. So I guess yeah. he's just, he's just uh, music royalty right now. Essentially, yeah. So he's, like, I think he prefers the word God. Oh, okay. Music, yeah. music, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I can, I can kind of agree with that. I can't. I just very briefly. I can't think of another modern artist besides maybe Beyonce who can pull as much as he can, just out of nowhere. Yeah. Like he could just make. He can be irrelevant for like ten years, and then just be like, do whatever the hell. He, and then the second he does something, he's relevant again. Exactly. Like it. The staying power of that guy is. I don't know. It's incredible. I don't know how he's got such a good longevity in his career, but props to Eminem. Cool. Don't release a bunch of shit tracks and kill your own career. Well, he did that, though, man. He I mean, went yes, through he did do, that. He did, do, like, he did do the revival album. <laughs> <laughs> like, he got but, addicted to drugs, like, big time and was, like, like got obese for a bit, I think. <laughs> and, and now he's, yeah. like, came back from it all. Like, he's had okay. such a long and, and like turbulent career it's crazy he, that he's he, still just like so fucking on top of it but here's the thing if if you're so talented that you can just like you know uh 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 uh, uh 
fucking fart and you goddamn re- are, are have the most musical fart ever and it it's like already a mastered track that like, is something you do yeah i guess once you get to a point it's just like you only it's like make his, gold like Midas. His, his absolute trash is like mm-hmm. a good album for most people yeah <laughs> an amazing album no exactly yeah yeah, sourdough rap turns to wow Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I kind of like. I don't know why. I just kind of like the 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 two words of sourdough rap together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gold. Gunner May Maybe make a song. It's called the sourdough rap. So in twenty twenty, you can expect more uh, sourdough. And uh, the Sourdough uh, Records and Sourdough Studios to uh, start taking mm-hmm. off. And uh, we will hear more from the legendary Sourdough artist himself. And hopefully Teo will be releasing a book soon. Yes. Hey, Yes, very soon. In the final stages. Um, possibly uh, publishing at the end of the month, if all goes well. But if not, early February. And I'll, know, I'll well, and tell Tyler's you about just it later. Being Tyler. <laughs> well, I mean, like, if, if we're if we're saying what we're doing this these next couple of months, I can tell you something that happened kind of cool to me. Right, I guess right, no it. one cares. Sign us no out. one cares besides my friends. But like, um, no, I, I just I just I got an email from my boss being like, essentially, get the fuck out of get the fuck out of my lab, <laughs> like, move on with your life, and that was kind of fun. Right on. <laughs> was it amicable or was it just like it was? Dude, it was very dude. amicable. Okay. It was okay. like it was essentially it was essentially like this guy's too good for us. Leave him alone so we can leave. That's nice. nice. He deserves better. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was quite nice. Nice. Oh, that's really good to hear that. Congratulations. That's very nice. Yes. Transformative time. <laughs> Moving to Halifax. Moving to Halifax. <laughs> Go to not, go not to better place. Not confirmed. <laughs> oh, I will I, I will keep everyone updated on uh, where in the world is myself. Uh, excellent. Soon to be the Maritimes. <laughs> I find out on May thir- March third. Apparently. Oh yeah, cool. That'll be exciting. And this has been the Infinite Monkeys podcast. Remember, everything we say has never fact checked. Besides the, the Hawaii can vote. And the Saskatchewan sand dunes, <laughs> those were definitely fact-checked. Mm-hmm. And we are out. Ho- Hawaii votes by Pelican. Albatross hybrid. Potato chips, how my mouth does be potato chips. Cold, drip, drip, drip. Crunch, crunch. I don't want no lunch. All I want is potato chips. Potato chips, how my mouth does be potato chips. Cold, drip, drip, drip. Crunch, crunch. I don't want no lunch. All I want is potato chips. <laughs>